please calm down. <laughs> Zuzu. Yeah. Poor Zuzu. I know. Her little she's, cone. She's got issues. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Jack's just like sleeping. I know. Next to me. She needs to just sleep. Hopefully he'll just stay next to me and not try to join you this week. Yeah. Well, he already kind of tried that. So yeah. <laughs> I kicked him to the curb. <laughs> we'll see. Since we'll see I've how long, how long it lasts. Uh, anyhow, merhaba, guys. Merhaba. Welcome uh, to Busy Yeah. Oh, <sighs> you guys. <laughs> I know. It's going to be a rough few episodes yeah and i warned you all on twitter already i Mm -hmm. tweeted like listen these next few episodes are probably just gonna be a lot of us trying to reel in our complaints because there's just so much destruction that happens that's a good way of putting it to this there's a lot of destruction Mm -hmm. yeah it's pretty frustrating yeah honestly yeah Yeah. well and even someone i don't I don't watch this DZ, at least not yet, but someone on Twitter had said, like, it's frustrating, too, because they're watching Harrier Day Sin. Oh, uh-huh. And um, they're, like, seeing the writing on that show and, like, the storyline progression. And I think they're, like, 19 or maybe 20 episodes in now. That sounds about so right. So it's, like, pretty established. Mm-hmm. And is it taking a turn? Well, no. They're, like, basically saying, like, seeing the writing on this show – Really has just shown them how much, like, Air Kenji Kush kind of got screwed. Like, oh. And. I, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I know that Julia is our Osley apologist. Yeah. But. <laughs> but. Um, I. I still. If she, only. Yeah. Aisha had been able to. I know. Stay. I know. If only it was such a or they had brought her back a lot. Story. Yeah. They had just they needed to bring her back before they did. Like yeah, you know, because they don't bring her back until nine episodes from now. Right. So <clears throat> yeah, me. we still have nine more episodes of yeah. this and to deal with. It's just these are the episodes that make it really clear that Osley just didn't have a bigger picture vision. And no, not at all. It's the show struggles, and I also said this on Twitter, like. Honestly, if it weren't for John and Demet, I think the show would have been canceled a lot earlier. You like, know, it's I think, very possible. I think a lot of people stayed for them and their chemistry. Like yeah. they, you know, as much as the storylines in these next several weeks like bother me and it's just frustrating, the two of them, like they take it in stride. They still yeah. ha- make these like beautiful scenes together. The moments between them mm-hmm. are what kind of save yeah. the entire show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Because it's so. not the writing and it's not the storyline. Yeah. So. So it makes me it makes me curious now about Harrier Day Sin because it's also a rom-com. So it's fair to compare it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like saying, oh, well, you know, um, uh, Hair J.I. is better than this. Because it's like, well, that's a drama. Right. You know, because clearly that has an audience. The ratings are still insane. Oh, yeah. Like in the eights and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it's – but – they're not really comparable. They're two different kinds of shows. But mm-hmm. with this one being a rom-com as well, it kind of bums me out. Like, I mean, yeah. good for the show if it's doing so well and, like, the writing is good and it's, right. you know, keeping an audience. But it just kind of sucks to know, like, EK could have had that too. So mm-hmm. anyhow, sorry, guys. We're already starting out on a depressing note. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll try to we'll try to keep that reeled in, but no promises um so let's go over question of the week last week which ashley asked 
basically how everyone feels about what Mina did. Like, it was good that she came to John with all that information about Fabri to help, Mm -hmm. you know, help the case against Eileen and everything. But then at the very end, citing, you know, that her conscience couldn't take it, she also wanted to make sure that John knew about the contract between Sonem and Fabri. Obviously, Mina knew why Sonem signed it, um, that it was basically under duress, (laughs) you know, because she was desperate to save John. And she was scared for what was going to happen. So, yeah, basically, what did you guys think about her telling him that? Did people have the right to do – did she have the right to do that? Did yeah, was that even her line? place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had said last week, like, well, yeah, you know, I get it. She was she was coming clean to everything and wanted John to have all the information. And Son M had all these chances to tell him. And although that's true, like, this, you know, there's some good points made where it's like, well, yeah, that part – wasn't really necessarily pertinent, you mm-hmm. know, because it didn't help his case at all against Fabri or Eileen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, Moran said that Mina had no right at all, especially knowing that Sanem is John's girlfriend. That was also no reason for her to tell John, considering she wasn't looking for revenge on John. So, I just tied it up to more bad writing, which, yeah, that's like my favorite thing to do is yeah. blame the writer. Um, it would have made so much more sense for Fabri to get arrested and just to make things difficult. Um, it would have made much more sense for Fabri to get arrested and just to make things difficult for John. Tell him himself about Sanem selling her perfume or maybe even Eileen telling. That – those two options make a lot more sense Right, because they have – they have everything to gain from it by, like, mm-hmm. ruining John's life, which is their life goals. Yep. But Mina, it doesn't make sense. Right. And you're not wrong. Also, for our friend Kalina, Moran also commented, she says, these are spoilers, kind of, for future episodes. But she does say that Sanem studied poultry farming at university when she was asked by Huma and Polen in a future episode at John's birthday party. Oh. And then John's friend actually invites her to visit his turkey farm. So, okay. Yeah. So she says, so th- hopefully that answers Kalina's question. Is yeah, yeah, I guess that was kind of in the storyline that she did go to chicken school, basically. Yeah, I guess for poultry we farming. That yeah, yeah. So it does it does play a part in the storyline throughout the show. So I guess mm-hmm. it's just kind of a given when you know she went to school for this. She just hasn't actually really ever put it into practice. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else she say. She says and. Aziz did tell his boys Huma's story about him cheating being partially true, but she, um, she believed he was cheating and blamed him and basically said he just did it to end the marriage. Like, in episode 41, we get some more insight. Yes. A lot more insight. Into that. For so, that story, yeah. Yeah. So we'll get there, too. Mm-hmm. And then um, our friend Christina on Instagram says, Mina got along with Fabri's plan because she thought it might do the company um, they built some good. I believe she did know Fabri's wrongdoings, like stealing others' ideas, but she became alarmed when Fabri personally targeted John through Sonem. It was way beyond the company's goal. It was a declaration of war. It was implied that she was worried that Fabri's actions could ruin the company, which is true. Mm-hmm. But she did not do something until the very end. She trusted Fabri, maybe. So when given the chance to save her reputation and start it anew with Fabri in prison, she told John about the contract without a bad intention at all. What could she get from it anyways? She saw how Fabri's pride and ego ruined the company, but all that to be said, it was still not her story to tell. 
She could have just kept silent and left. Unfortunately, she just became the hammer to the nail that moved John's anger towards Sunem. Yeah. So it's true. I do think she didn't have ill intentions or she wasn't trying to ruin anything between John and Sunem. Mm -hmm. It was meant to be portrayed as a matter of like, I just want to come clean about everything so my conscience is clear. Right. Um, Yeah. So those are our answers. And I do Mm. agree. Like, so my – Julia sent us one too. Oh, good, good. She said – I wish Mina had talked to Sanem first. Given it was Sanem's deal, I wish they would have resolved it together and negotiated to cancel the contract before involving anyone else. Mm. Contracts are usually confidential too, so it's weird to me that she went and talked to someone who was a signer first without the other party's consent. Ah. I'm not a lawyer, haha, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I'm sorry, someone who wasn't a signer. Yeah. So... She said, if I were Sanem, I would have hired Metin to sue Fabri's company for breach of contract and also emotional damage. Yes, Metin. <laughs> we need Metin. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So my initial gut reaction, I think, was just so like – I was so frustrated with Sanem for just not taking every opportunity she had to mm-hmm. tell him that it was kind of like, well, this is the bed you made and now you have to lie in it. But it, it you're right. It doesn't necessarily mean that Mina had the right yeah. to do so. Yeah. Just, yeah, being – not super involved in the mm-hmm. situation anyway that's right. kind of my perspective and i agree with julia i think if she had gone to sanem first and said hey i'm gonna give you the opportunity to talk to john about this right because i'm cutting ties with fabri and i've gone to the police with all this stuff so i'm coming clean yep and it's really bothering me mm-hmm. that i know about this so here's your opportunity to basically come clean to john yeah. um but she instead went behind her back and told yeah. john so I don't know. I don't really think it was her job to do that. Right. Um, I don't think it was really her right. I understand it was bothering her conscience, but she she could have gone straight to Sunem. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. true. It's true. So I'll amend my initial reaction from last <laughs> week and agree with you guys. So let's dive into 30 where now we have to deal with the um, consequences of yeah. what happened at the end of 29. Yep. So yeah, hashtag for this episode was uh, Senin Gibisi Yoke, which means there is nobody like you, hmm. which again, I don't really. I mean, he says that to her. He does, but it's not really the crux of the episode. No, so, it's not. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, so that's that. There's nobody like you, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the summary is basically a new, a new bomb has dropped on John M's relationship and John doesn't know if this is something he can forgive. He's conflicted, so he decides to leave town for a few days to clear his head. Emery wants to do something right for once and sends Sanem to where John is to try to mend their relationship. Will John and Sanem be able to face their issues and work through them together, or will this be the thing that tears them apart for good? Um, the summary didn't mention anything about, like, Huma and Polen, but they're sprinkled all throughout this episode. Yeah. Basically trying to ruin things as well, so. Yeah. Yep, they so. sure are. So you want to talk about the opening scene? Yeah. So Sanem comes upon not a great scene mm-hmm. at the hut. And and I put, and we all hate it. Yes, we do. <laughs> Stupid Polen. Um, and the tension coming off of him towards Sanem. Again, this is one of those things. This whole episode is one of those things that I really struggle with mm-hmm. because – Nobody waits for anything in this show. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gives anybody room to breathe mm-hmm. and a second to think things through. Yeah. And 
personally, I am a little bit more like John Mm -hmm. in that if something crappy happens, I'm like, look, I need a minute. Right. I need a minute to get my mind wrapped around the situation and because to like you don't want to respond emotionally exactly mm-hmm. and like okay i need to really think about this and hash it all out myself mm-hmm. between me and myself and in my own mind before i actually figure out how i feel about this and what the implications are of this yeah. whole situation and so if somebody if i were in a relationship and something like that had happened and you know you know, my husband came and like was immediately not mm-hmm. leaving me alone and was like, no, we need to talk about this and you need to hear what I have to say. I would be like, no, like just give me a minute, yeah. please. So that happens over and over in this mm-hmm. whole episode. Yeah. So, you know, I, I understand because it's a TV show and they need to move the story forward. Sure. And Sanem is trying to fix things. But part of me is like, can you guys just give him a minute, please? Um, I know. Anyway, so. He's had a lot. Yeah. He has had a lot happen. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a lot to process. Like, it is. Yeah. it And it's all intermixed with one of the main people involved is someone who he loves and trusted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, the tension roiling off of him towards Sunem is very palpable. Mm-hmm. Um, understandably so. And he doesn't want to talk. <laughs> and he tells her that he doesn't want to talk. Yeah. And I think I took screenshots of this. Oh, good. Um, because, oh, yeah, I took a lot of screenshots this episode. Mostly because I wanted to see the actual dialogue. Yeah. So he's he's just very upset. And she's like, well, I guess you were busy. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. I was busy. Right. Whatever. Uh, I was busy feeling confused and devastated mm-hmm. and finding out that the person that I love and trust most in the world gave her scent to that piece of crap Fabry, <laughs> even though I told her not to do that. And you're expecting an explanation for Pollen now, right, Sun M? And And he's right. Yeah. And she's like, I didn't say anything like that. Meanwhile, stupid Polen is eavesdropping. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. Like, So did I. Because she kind of leaves right away when Sunem gets there. Of course, gives Sunem her little smirk. Yeah. And she's like, think about what I said, John. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, then she sticks around to listen in. Yep. So he's like, he's like, don't worry. I'm not going to let you sit here and wonder about the situation. Uh, I'll I'll explain everything to you. Polen came here and proposed a job offer about an agency in London and they need a photographer. So um, basically he explains the job offer Uh that he would be gone for months. And basically he also mentions that right now that doesn't sound so bad due to the fact that he just found out all this crap about Sanem. He's like a photographer with no burdens or responsibilities. And – you know, uh-huh. that's his personality. He is Mr. Wild and Free. Yeah. So it's – you can't necessarily blame him. So she's she's begging him. She's like, we, we're not going to solve this if you leave, which she's right. True. Um, And he's like, okay, well, can we solve it if we talk about it? Mm-hmm. Like, how are we going to solve it now? He says, I don't think so. We can't solve our problems even if we talk about them. And she's begging him – to listen which i do appreciate that she puts up a fight here 
Yeah. That she's trying to make herself heard. Mm -hmm. She's not slinking back or anything like that. Right. And she's telling him, yes, I gave my scent to Fabri. I did it to save you. Kind of defending herself. Right. Um, And (laughs) part of me has such a hard time with this whole storyline because I'm like, it's perfume. (laughs) I know. Like their literal, their relationship literally, you know, Mm -hmm. is cruxed on this one on perfume. Right. Like on the way that a girl smells. Well, and he even (laughs) says like basically that at some point doesn't he say like you took the magic away? And I'm kind of like, okay, Jambe, you're being a little dramatic. He does say that. And she's like, you were in jail. I had to do something. And and he's like, I told you not to give your scent. That scent meant so much to me. And And I'm like, you were in jail, bro. (laughs) Yep. I know. You were literally in prison. Yeah. (laughs) And she said, okay, here's the formula for my perfume. (laughs) And this is what you are flipping out uh-huh. about. I understand it's trust. That's really the, the yes. root of the situation. Well, and, and it's I, the lies. And I even get the sentimentality <laughs> attached to it. Yes. Because of how they began. And like that's kind of what. Right. That's one that's of the first what things he sparked, noticed about uh-huh. her. And, and how he knew it was her. Right. From the, that night at the theater. Right. Um, but. Yeah, because he, he says that was that scent was the magic between us. Mm-hmm. You just went there and gave the scent to a stranger. No, not even a stranger, a guy like Fabri. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you don't trust me, Sanem? Which I thought that was interesting for him to say that. Like, how does that mean that she doesn't trust him? Yeah, like, was it a – I either took it as, like, you didn't trust me to take care of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I told and, you I was going to get out of jail. Granted, I told you it was going to yeah, be okay. She waited an hour to walk right. up to Fabri and say, "Yeah, here's my scent. And even she acknowledges that a few episodes ago. Yes. Like, I jumped the gun. Like, I didn't even wait to see if the lawyer would take care of things, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So, yes, I think that's what he was referring to is like, I told you it was going to be okay and things would get sorted and you didn't trust me right. for that. Okay. Uh, that's how I took it. That makes sense. It also could be – you know, you didn't trust me enough to tell me about it right away, which both right. are valid. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, I mean, you're totally right. Like, when it <laughs> I comes mean, down- I do understand yeah. that it's about trust. It's mm-hmm. about the lies that she told. Right. And that's really the deeper issue. Yes. <laughs> but just the fact that it's over. That it's over. A perfume scent. Smells. <laughs> yeah. Because obviously there's way more to their relationship with that. If that was the only basis of their relationship, right. things would have fizzled out a long time right. ago and the show would have ended after like five episodes. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so this just doesn't go well. No. At all. And, and he's angry. He's, he's reacting in anger. Yes, he is. Um, and I mean, at some point early in this conversation, mm-hmm. he like grabs her face. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he grabs her hands when he's mm-hmm. like, we, 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 you keep saying we, there's and he, no like, we. And he like and he's throws like, her hands uh-huh. back. Yeah. And I mean, should I say it now? Yeah, I Okay. Would. So that's actually like the question of the week, you guys, is... Jack is Sorry, having issues. Jack's having a hard time. <laughs> um, it 
I, I know that his reaction in the mm-hmm. scene and his extreme show of emotion and the physical show of his emotion yes. is received different ways by people right. who watched the show. Yeah. And I want to know how if you think that John went too far and if he should not have laid his hands on that girl right. when he was so upset – or if you're like, no, he was just being passionate. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, because he didn't hurt her. No, he didn't. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it was an okay thing to do. Right. So I know that this was like really upsetting for some people mm-hmm. to see, to see him acting like that and so mad and just let allowing himself to kind of lose control and lash out at her. Right. And that's my tendency is to feel like – no, 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 no. Uh-huh. I, I, I don't like that at all. Yeah. And I understand if he's really upset, but that doesn't make it okay for him to react right physically in that yeah, way. Yeah, because I mean, like he grabs her face. I know. He, yeah. It, but, but some people, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother them. Right. And they were like, I, like, I just saw a tweet the other day. Somebody was mm-hmm. like, unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I love, I love this scene, and I think that it shows just his passion for her and blah blah blah. Right. But I would argue that you can be passionate without putting your hands on somebody yeah so but again that's so that's why i want Uh to know what you guys think yes what's your take on that what's your take so that's the question of the week is how do you feel about that whole scene Mm -hmm. and how not even how john reacted but that specifically him touching her that way yeah so because i think most people would say hey we understand his reaction and how upset he was and emotional but that's not quite what i'm referring to here so yeah agree so it and you know that scene ends up with basically he says there's like nothing else to say he Mm -hmm. son m leaves she's like okay well then i guess i'm leaving Mm -hmm. she walks away and i just wrote everything sucks (laughs) yeah uh son m's now crying on layla's shoulder yeah you know and she's saying i saved him but i lost him yeah and she says john is right yeah um and Layla's understanding, you know, and she's like, well, you you know, you did what you had to do at the time. Yeah. You know, I think she's just trying to encourage her, like, things, it'll be okay. Give him some yeah. time. And Sanem kind of resolves, like, well, I will fight for him. Like, I, you know, I love yeah. him. He loves me. And Layla even tells her, she's like, act like the old Sanem who won't, who wouldn't give up about something like right. this. Yeah. Yep. And then we kind of switch over to John reflecting back on some memories. Yeah. Of Son M. Yeah. And I said, poor Son M in her plastic pants. I know. Gosh, those pants are so awful. <laughs> They're so awful. They're terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, the night ends on yeah. that note. Yeah. It's the next morning. And I think we open up. It's organic stuff. Oh, so, Lord, yeah. here's Let's, our yeah. Mahale summary, <laughs> summary yeah. for the week. Uh, Niha and Mevkebe are still fighting about the organic thing. Shocking. Uh-huh. They're fighting? <laughs> yeah. Mevkebe opens up her store and she's trying to get business. Mm-hmm. That happens. Muzo is her partner. He gets kicked out of the house again by right. Isun because uh, he's helping out Mevkebe yeah. and she hates Mevkebe. And 
What else? I think that's pretty much it. Like, it's just... Yeah. I mean, Muzo comes to the agency later on because he wants to advertise for the store. Right. So it kind of mixes some Mahale and agency stuff, but... Yeah, but it's really just little stuff about the store and the battle between them. Yeah, and and trying to come up with a marketing campaign. Yeah, that's really it. That's Um, true. So, Nothing gets solved. They're still arguing by the end of it. Yeah. So... Yep. Yeah. And Isun and Jakal are basically like, haha, your store's probably going to close down in just in a couple two of days. days. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. I realized I don't think I had seen this with subs. I don't think I had either because there's yeah. a few different, there's a few things and quotes that I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like, me too. Uh huh. Yep. And, and I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah. At all. Something specifically once we get to the hotel, something that John says. And I was like, yikes. Like, oh. <laughs> And I know I would have remembered him saying that. Like, that's a quote I would have remembered. So. Yeah. So there we go. So there we go. Um, John and Emery are talking now, right? Yeah. Emery's trying to convince John not to go. Yeah. And my thing here is like, okay, so you guys are fine? Because he was just as upset with Emery. I know. About knowing about the whole Son M thing. I know. So you can forgive him, who, by the way, has wronged you far more than Son M ever has. Oh, yeah. And he's the big part of why Sanam even wronged you in the first place. Yeah. Yet you can sit and have a conversation with him and like chat like brothers again. I know. So again, and is this lazy writing where it's like, oh, let's just make this fine with them. Right. Because they never actually have a like. they Oh, they never hash it out. No. John he, goes he yells off on at him, him and then he walks away. Right. And then that's it. And then miraculously, they're perfectly fine with each other. Right. And look, I understand things with family are different mm-hmm. and it's harder to cut ties with family right. with blood um that's just the way that it is sure. it's always more complicated when it's family but that doesn't necessarily mean that he would just let it completely go well yeah because then my logic especially is especially john the way his personality right so it's like okay if you're able to let that go with emray then why are you not able to forgive son M? right because if we're talking specifically about lies and trust and lying uh-huh. and trust, yes, uh, Emre is way more guilty. Yeah, he's just as in guilty because he should have done the same thing that people said Mina should have done. Like go to Son M mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, I discovered this. This is bad." So, but he didn't do that. He encouraged right. her to he lie. He encouraged her to continue to lie. So, anyhow. That just bugged me that I'm like, okay, yep. so you guys are all fine and dandy, cool. Yet he and Son M are in this like tumultuous, mm-hmm. you know, place in their relationship now mm-hmm. because of the same exact thing. So yeah. Then we get what Polen and Huma all proud of themselves because Polen's like, oh yeah, I stayed as long as I could and listened. And he was cold towards her. He was awful. And Huma's like, oh, good job. Yeah, you I said, know. ew, two hags gloating. Yeah. My lunch. It <laughs> made me want to puke. It's, yeah. They're awful. They are awful. Then I said. Well, then Huma, stupid Huma. She's like, he didn't forgive his mother for years. Of course he won't forgive that stupid girl. Yeah. Like. She is horrible. She is. She's so horrible. I hate her so much. So do I. <laughs> I, I hate her more than Eileen. Like, Me too. Huma is the worst villain in this show. She is because it's his freaking mother, uh-huh. who she claims to be doing all this stuff for the good of her son. Yeah, and Ooh. it's not. It's not for the good of her son. No, it's for it's what not. she wants. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
Uh, JJ's all happy and relaxed over the Fabry news. He's like reading it, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, he's been arrested. He hears high heels and starts freaking out. Mm-hmm. And it just winds up being Gulies. But it's just a funny little scene because he's like, I thought you were Eileen. I thought she was yeah. back. Like all this stuff. Um, <laughs> so Sunem spills yeah. the news to JJ. Yes. Oh, yeah. She tells then, JJ all the drama. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, the good friend he is, he tries to tell her that maybe it's not as bad as she thinks. Yeah. Tells her um, tells her to go feel her feelings in the archive room. Yeah. yeah. She's like, is there a place I can cry? Yeah. <laughs> and I love it. Because he's like, well, yeah, go to the archive room. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's just a kind of a cute little scene between them. Mm-hmm. And then Layla goes to Emre worried about John and Son M. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of this weird double meaning conversation. You know, uh, yeah. She's like, well, you know, she did what she did. And Emery's kind of like, oh, because she loves him so much, right? Yeah. And Layla's like looking at him in the eyes mm-hmm. and is like, yes, because she loves him so much. And then he asks again about Osman, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I put Layla and Emery have a not so veiled conversation about their relationship. Yeah. And or quote John and Son M's relationship. Yeah. Yeah, but then she she basically says, like, no, you were right. You and I weren't for each other. Right. Because he basically asks again, I think, like, are you like, sure? are you happy? Right. Yeah. And she says, Yeah, you know, we're we're matched, we're suited, and you're right, you and I were just too different. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And it's just like a weird, awkward thing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like it. Well, and I was like, I don't care about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With everything going on, we don't give a crap. No. Mm-mm. They are the least of my worries yeah. right now. Agreed. Cut back to John and Sunday. Uh huh. I mean, nobody cares. Yep. Nobody cares. Well, so. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I know there's some lay M shippers out there. <laughs> But I feel like even the lay shippers at this point, it's like they're not the priority right now. Mm-hmm. Like even if you're shipping them, they're clearly not the priority. It's like storyline F. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So then, of course, Duren, the only one working as per usual, mm-hmm. is stressed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's trying to get everyone like to work because there's things that need to get done and deadlines that need to be met. And... John gets to work and he's basically all business. Sun M's trying to kind of test the waters and he's just kind of being all work. Yeah. He treats her like everyone else. Yeah. Which honestly, at this point, this that's what needs to happen. He needs to compartmentalize to get the work done. And because mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is she is an employee. So right now it's employee time. That's really how it should always be, mm-hmm. even if they're on good terms. Mm-hmm. So then... I didn't realize this, I guess, and this was one of the things that made me realize I don't think I watched this with subs, is that M- John's concerned about getting the shares back because even though Eileen's in jail, mm. apparently she still owns the shares. Mm-hmm. And this so, was something that I noticed too. Yeah, brand new, yeah. right? I was like, oh, oh, so that's how they tied that up. Yeah. Because we talked about it last week. We did. Like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, you know, he... They decide basically let's talk to her lawyers and say that we'll withdraw the complaint against her as long as she gives us the shares back. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, they're pretty sure she's going to do that because she doesn't want to be in jail. Right. And John's basically, you know, Emery's like, are you sure you want to do this? Because, you know, you're just letting her off the hook. 
And, you know, he says something that makes a lot of sense. He's like, no, the greatest punishment is the fact that she doesn't have anything she wants. She won't have the shares. And she's going to be unhirable everywhere. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to trust her. This was all over the news. Mm -hmm. You know, she's ruined herself. So jail or not, like, she's ruined. But at least we get the shares back. Yep. So I kind of liked how that tied that up. Me too. Because literally up until we watched this episode, like, you know, yesterday, (laughs) um, I did not. I this whole time just assumed Eileen was in jail. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize she was, like, walking free. And that's how they'd gotten it back. So, anyhow. Um, We switch back to JJ and Sanem because I think she kind of comes back from the archive room and he's kind of like, okay. Um, And after he, you know, he knows what happens and he basically is like, okay, now it's time for the tough love. I loved this scene. Yes. This is probably the... Honestly, it's probably the best scene, mm-hmm. like, in the episode. Yeah. And because he's just being – I really appreciate it, He's so JJ. consistently a good friend. He's yep. so consistently um, – He's got – actually got a moral compass. Yes, there you go. Moral compass. <laughs> he, the things that he encourages Sanem to do are the right things They're to do. They're always the right things. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. Because he's, you know – He's yeah. the best. Yep. The, rewatching this show makes – like, just reinforces to me – that JJ was like the best character he, on the show. Yeah. He really was. He and I don't want to say he was underappreciated because I don't think he was I think no. the fandom like loves him. Yeah. But yeah, he I feel like he deserved better than what he got though. Yeah, he's so much more than the comedic relief. Yeah. And, and I think that's kind of how he's treated mm-hmm. is as the comedic relief, but he's way more of the more than that as yeah. far as a character. I agree. And being a good friend to everybody yep i mean true. he's being stupid with i on this episode right he's scared about marriage mm-hmm. but um other than that like with sun m mm-hmm. he's the best yeah i mean he tells her i'm in shock mm-hmm. i feel shocked right now what have you two done to that love out of fairy tales you've got it all tangled and she says because of me and she he says because of me was i the one to tell you to go to fabry and she says, but I did it for the company. John was in there. He was jailed. I did it for him. And JJ says, enough. I won't let you ruin that love. Get it? You will be happy. I deserve a happy ending here. I want you to be happy. I don't want negativity in this agency. I don't want those tense feelings. Do you hear me? And he's mm-hmm. like yelling at her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, smile. And she says, what are you saying, JJ? Calm down. And she says, why don't you... Why don't you shut up already? Why are you gathering attention here? I'm telling you, he's not even looking at my face. Mm-hmm. And he says, of course he's not, because you're staring at him like a spoiled cat waiting for food. <laughs> and I was just like, dang boy. Yeah. You tell her. Delivering the hard truth. He is. And he says, yeah, you're looking offended. And she says, offended? He says, offended. Yeah, offended. And she says, what should I do then? How should I look at him or not look? Should I look and then turn my eyes away? Should I act like I was just about to look, but I'm not actually looking at him? Wait, should I not look at his face at all? I just won't look anymore. And he says, sure, sure, don't look. Do the same, right? Polen will look, Jada will look, but you won't. Then you will look at them together. He says, what are you saying right now? <laughs> he says, he is busy with work right now. That's why he's not looking at you. Do you get it? Men are like that. It's simple logic. You should figure that out. I mean, first work, then love. That's how it is. Mm -hmm. She says, really? And he says, of course, really. She says, so what should I do now? 
and I love this again, he says, you'll take a breath and pull yourself together. Yes. And he says, I want that confidence on him from before. Get it? I like that he fires this version of Sun M. Uh huh. And he says, I don't like this Sun M. I will fire you. I'll fire you. You're fired. Leave and go. <laughs> and he says, Get out. You're the one that turned that man around. The great John Bay is wearing slippers in your house. Think about it. And she goes, and she kind of like has this aha moment. She's like, I'm not dead yet. And he says, Yes. Again, once again, everything will be done once again, okay? mesmerize him again make him fall in love with you once more mm-hmm. and she goes then i have to use my feminine feminine fe- why can't femininity. i say this? thank you why can't i not say that <laughs> so funny <laughs> he says he's like uh you have to use your head yeah <laughs> she goes i will use my head because john is in love with my brain <laughs> and jj says he was or she says he was and he says no 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 was don't get negative no past tense. He is in love and he still is. He's still in love. I won't let you kill this love. And she's like, slow down. <laughs> he goes, okay, I'm going then. All right, I'll stay calm. And then it just kind of fizzles out. Yeah. Um. So Sanem walks into his office. Yes. And is using her womanly wiles uh-huh. on him. <laughs> Which is what JJ told her not to do, but she's yeah. still. And poor, poor John is clearly mesmerized by her i kind of love it because it's like i know you know it still shows that he she affects him Mm -hmm. yeah um and then of course stupid poland walks in salem every time yep huma says it too this episode (laughs) and it and it all started with jada yep and i i swear they do it on purpose Mm -hmm. having these evil women i know come in and say with their little greeting yeah um so she comes in and she's pressuring him further right about the whole balkans thing uh that's basically the only reason she comes in yeah even though it's like you guys just talked about this last night chill Mm -hmm. but yeah you know she's doing it also to great on sun m like because this is something that this is a portion of John's life, too, that she has shared with him mm-hmm. and Sonam hasn't. Yeah. So it's this kind of way that um, Poland can third wheel her. Yeah. And she's obviously using that to her advantage. Yep. Um. So Sonam kind of is like, okay, well, I'm going to go work. I'll leave you to it. She's out shredding papers and, like, out of her anger, she's, like, ripping papers apart. And mm-hmm. uh, JJ kind of covers for her because, of course, Huma walks up right then. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, well, we had to shred these papers and Sanem's just taking on the task. But I'll take over. I'll take over. And doesn't she makes like some snide comment, right? Um, She says. I don't know exactly. I didn't get screenshots I, of that. She does. She says something really rude. Right. And about Sanem. JJ goes off. Yes, and I had completely forgotten that that was a daydream. I know. I was getting all happy and excited (laughs) because he's like, have you ever worked a single day in your life? (laughs) He's like, you left while those kids were still crying in their cribs. Now you're back and leading the company, huh? (laughs) Eileen is gone, but now you came here. I'm sick of your type already. Because of you, I started to hate all women. (laughs) Medusa with snake hair. Oh, and Makeup I. Makeup freak. You are fake. You aren't real. <laughs> fake. <laughs> no one even knows what your real face looks like. 
He said, yes, you can't harm their love, all right? I won't let you. I've got my eyes on you. Do you hear me? Huh? You're playing with my emotions as well. <laughs> you first show a mother's love, then you never look at me when I call you mom. You, <laughs> you don't care about me at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then it flashes and you realize that. He's just imagining he all just this. just imagining it. I was like, gosh, dang and it. I forgot that, that was a daydream. I know. And all <laughs> she's doing is staring at him. Oh. And she's like, what? What, did you, what do you have to say for yourself? And he's like, nothing, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I know we just got over saying like JJ's more than just the comedic relief of this show. But when he's funny. But when he oh, is. Oh, man. It's the best. And we did need we we need the comedic. Yeah, we relief. needed a laugh right then. <laughs> and what better way than for him to scream at humor? I know. I just wish it had been real. Oh man, I know it would have been so good. <laughs> so so good. Yeah, we've now established that they've got <sighs> Eileen's shares. The lawyers agreed, yes. and John decides to go to Ava. Yes, he tells Emery he's going to take a couple days to clear his head, gather his thoughts. I'm probably going to go to Ava. Uh, of course, Huma tells Pullen, of course well because yeah because they're at home well and john is smart and she's like oh where are you going where are you going and he's like i don't know i'll figure it out yes and i love it because is this the part where emory no oh it not isn't? yet okay um but so all human does is basically tell Pullen he's leaving for a few days i'll yeah. find out where he's going to be and yeah. you should go to him right yeah okay yep and then emory Starts plotting to send Sun M after him. Yes, he tells Layla, right? He's planning yes. to send Sun M with him. And then they call Sun M in mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to go. Which initially I'm like, yes, good job. Yes. Yeah. Like she thinks it's a well, bad and idea. She, and she's like, hey, I have my pride too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I kind of get it. And also, like, he said he doesn't know what he wants and he needs to think about it. Like, yeah, he's going to be gone for two days. Right. Exactly. So. Again. Everybody calm down. It's true. And then, oh, man, this, like, hurts my heart. I know. Osman walks in, all pathetic. For the first time ever in this entire show, he walked in, and I, Kristen, I'm, I'm ashamed to say I rolled my eyes. Yeah. Because. Because I was like, no. Yep. Well, and here's the thing. You're not rolling your eyes at Osman. You're no, rolling I'm not. The eye, you're rolling your eyes at the writer who is ruining his character. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like this is now the second or third time he's mm-hmm. showed up unannounced at her work. Yep. And and he's like, oh, I was in the area. Right. He's always well, just even Emery's in- like, oh, yeah, you're in the area because uh-huh. the road runs right past the agency. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, yeah, we know why he's there because he's insecure. Yeah. And he needs to check up on her. Yeah. And Emery. Okay. <sighs> so something that Julia said that mm-hmm. I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. because I'm like, I think that is a way better idea. So the whole Layla Osman thing mm-hmm. and the whole lame thing, mm-hmm. you know, obviously we know where the storyline ends up going. Right. And she made a really good point that it would have been way more compelling to continue with the Layla Osman storyline, mm-hmm. but have Layla actually fall for him yes that would have been way and yep. and to kind of show a different aspect of love was yes. kind of her point because right. we have john and sanem and they're kind of you know instant attraction they mm-hmm. fall for each other pretty quickly but kind of seeing a different version of that right with 
you know, childhood friends to lovers kind of a thing right. with Layla and Osman would have been way more compelling right. than the way that it ends up. Yeah. And I was like, that is such a good idea. Right. I wish they had done that instead. Well, yeah, because then at least, yeah, even though he, we all would probably still think he deserves better than her, like at least both of them would have had their character intact. Well, and then for, I mean, I think it would have helped to redeem Layla a little bit. Yeah. For her to actually fall for him. Right. And for her, for us to see that change of heart. Right. And to see her kind of be like, actually, I... Like, he's a really good guy, and yes. I'm kind of starting to have feelings for right, him. Right, like, just to, to start. To see that progression. Yeah, as I say, it'd be really cool, and I feel like kind of easy to have these little moments where she starts to see him differently. Yes. You know, like a tilt of the head, like, huh. Uh-huh. When he's, whatever it is he's doing, whether it's when he's interacting with someone, the way he's yep. treating someone, and she's kind of like, wow. It could have very easily been done. Mm-hmm. Very easily. So, yeah. but unfortunately we get moments like this instead i know where he comes in because he's he's becoming pathetic yeah yeah so whatever so yeah we continue to witness the downfall of osman yeah then jj decides he wants to make a romantic dinner Uh uh-huh um he's kind of chit-chatting about that so you know like how he's gonna do it and yes. where he's gonna get the meat from and like <laughs> yeah yeah and what he's gonna make because yeah. he's asking ghoulies yeah yeah but during during the dinner this was something that i hadn't caught because mm-hmm. i hadn't watched it with subs did you catch this whole thing maybe when she's talking about the fish oh yeah and she, yeah i did not that was something brand new yeah that was something brand new well because i <laughs> as that scene was playing out i was like Oh my gosh, scandalous. <laughs> because Ihan asks, can I use my hands? Uh-huh. And JJ's like, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I was like, oh my gosh. She's like, there's some innuendo uh-huh. in this scene right uh-huh. now. Well, especially because she's all nervous about mm-hmm. asking him. And she's like, I don't know how to say this. I'm just well, going to his reaction. Uh huh. And then he's like, oh, thank God. Like, phew. No, yes, of course, for the fish you can. Once she clarifies. Right. Because she's like, it's just JJ. easier to eat it this way. Yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> And then for whatever reason, he's like, well, let's dance first. Yeah. Like, and so they're kind of sharing like a cute little moment. Yeah. I would want to finish my food. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, but can I eat my food while it's hot? (laughs) I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Now that I know I can just tear into it with my fingers. Like, (laughs) yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if that was just like a way to create a little moment that Muzo interrupts. I because think probably. He, then he walks and starts lecturing them like you're in the Mahale now and you can't just have dates in a single man's apartment. You know, you need to put a ring on it. You and know, this is not JJ, how we do things. And this yeah. is when, yeah, JJ starts to freak out like his marriage is brought up. And yeah. And Ihan notices his change in demeanor and all that. Yeah. And it kind of causes an argument. And she like leaves. Fine. See ya. Like, yeah. Well, and then she says she kind of pushes him and she's like, well, maybe if you aren't sure of your feelings – then we shouldn't see each other for uh-huh. a while. Yep. And, you know, I don't blame her. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Then we also have, oh, Layla's con- back at the house. Layla's convincing yeah. Sonam to go after John because, again, Sonam's like, I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. But then after Layla's kind of talking to her, Sonam starts daydreaming about Paulette and John having a romantic dinner <laughs> where she just, like, walks up and fire extinguishes all over them. Yeah. <laughs> So all of a sudden, after picturing that, she's like, yeah, I'm going. 
And it's yeah. like, oh, no good can come of this. Yeah. So then they have also more sister talk regarding Emery and Osman. Yes. And Layla says again mm-hmm. that she's very happy with her decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Who are you trying to convince, Layla? Yeah. Yeah. Then Ihan enters and is like also upset. So they're all just basically have this like man bashing fest because yes. you know Sonem's upset with how John is being. Yes. Ihan's upset with her situation with JJ. Yep. And Layla isn't upset with Osman. So any of her little snide comments are technically about Emre. Right. But really they shouldn't be because she's not supposed to care about him. Uh-huh. And I love it because Ihan's like, I'm sorry, who are you saying that about? Yeah. My brother? Yeah. What's wrong with my brother? Uh-huh. And I love are it. Are you calling an oaf? Yeah, my brother and oh yeah she's like no no i'm saying he's the exception to those things and all this stuff which is true but yeah yeah so then um what's next they're i think they're the at the house chess, right yeah and huma crashes the party so john's like all right i'm tired i'm going to bed yeah see ya <laughs> and she's like oh see i come around and he leaves immediately blah 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 it's like, it's like what else what is a- new yeah, what do you expect yeah and Emre's kind of telling her, calm down. Mm-hmm. It, you need to just give him some time, give yeah. him some space. She's like, I want him to be good. I worry about him. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Sure you do. Sure you do. And then I said, Emre gets half a point for lying to humans. I said, yeah. I said, Emre finally doing something smart. Of course, though, it still has to involve lying. It's still lying. a lie. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's a lying liar who lies. Right. I mean, at least this time he's using it to the advantage of his brother. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, and he winds up telling John at some point, you know, or someone, like, well, yeah, I told her, but don't worry, I didn't tell her, like, where he was. Right, right. So he's not being super secretive about it. No. But, yeah, so he lies to Huma. And I like, too, that he kind of waits around the corner because he knows she's up to something. Yes. And he hears her call pull in and he's like, and he's like, I knew it, you yeah. know. And so kind of he's like, good, I'm glad I lied to you then because yes. now you're going to send her <clears> – um, you're sending her to Sip- to the wrong Sipanja place. or something. Yeah, which yeah. is not where he's going. Yep. So, yeah. Then what? We next? have a weird JJ sleepwalk scene. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's kind of inconsequential though. Yeah. It's yeah. just kind of goofy. So we can skip it. Yeah. So then the next – it's the next day and we're in Ava. Okay. So – Sanem arrives and she walks up to the truck thinking it's John. Right. And it's just the valet. <laughs> but I do, as much as I was like, don't go after him. Yeah. Because she does, the insanity that ensues yes. is so good. It is. Because again, with the physical comedy, Demet's got that yes, down. Her hair tossing. Yeah. And then they're at the check in. And, and she's like she's trying like, to. Yeah, she's doing weird sign language to the to the bellboy. <laughs> who's like, I and don't. And he's like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't speak sign language. I'll get the person who can deal with our disabled clients for you. And she's like, no. Like, you need to understand. <laughs> and then John sees her. And I don't, for some reason, anytime she's pretending to be surprised, <laughs> she makes me laugh so hard uh-huh. because of her expression and the way that she'll say yeah. whatever she's saying. Like, when she's John, like, John, John, here too. John, <laughs> what a coincidence. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm so sure that it's really a coincidence, uh-huh. son M. All right, great. Of course you're here right now. Yep. So that was hilarious. Also, <laughs> this is like so dumb, but he's like, you gave me the wrong key 
to the guy and he's like, also, can you give me one that's not pink this time? I <laughs> didn't realize that when, <laughs> obviously, because uh-huh. I hadn't seen it with subs. Same. And I was like, really, like, John? Come on, John. Who Who, yeah. You're that uncomfortable in your masculinity that you can't <laughs> have a pink key. It was just like a weird little just It was thing. weird. So uh, it also makes me and wonder like. And was like, yeah, green would be a better color for Yeah, him. green is his favorite color. He <laughs> likes green. So part of me is like, I wonder if that was improvised. Like he was just being goofy. Maybe. Yeah. Because, you know, they say they improvised a lot. So right. it's like, it just makes me wonder if that was just a funny little thing. They right. kind of bounced off. Yeah. But yeah, I just had to mention it because it's just so goofy. Yeah. And then. Yeah, so sometimes basically like, no, no, I've had this booked forever. I'm here for the self-improvement seminar. And this is where I was like, ouch. Oh, uh-huh. Because he says, good, you need it. You have a lot of flaws. Yes. And I was like, whoa. Yep. I hadn't noticed that either. Me either. Yeah, I put, ouch, John. Like, yeah, I wrote, ouch, in all caps. <laughs> and then I put, well, I mean, it was like, yikes. But then I also put Bitter Betty is making me laugh. Yeah. Because he was being so snarky to he her. Was. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, whoa. So this is, yeah, you know, he makes it clear. Well, I'm here to be alone, to clear my head, make decisions. You know, and he basically is kind of like, so maybe you should leave. And she's like, no, I have just as much a right to be here. Uh-huh. I'm going to stay in my room. I'm here for the seminars. Yeah. So if you don't want to see me, you don't have to see me. <laughs> seminars are my way of life. Yeah. Everything's about seminars being her <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> so, yeah. They basically kind of discover they're in the rooms right next to each other, too. Yeah. And he's kind of like, then some oh, of course. like, ding-dong ditches him. Yeah. And she's How's like, housekeeping. But, and he knows because he walks right up to her door and knocks and then leaves. So I I don't know what that it's all so was. so funny. I know. It was just... One of those weird, crazy things yeah. that was I, – I thought it was funny. It is funny because it's like, what were you trying to accomplish? <laughs> yeah, what was the point of that? <laughs> I don't know the point, but it made but me But it laugh. was funny. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Layla oh, updates man. JJ. But yeah, then and something ate her sleeve, apparently. <laughs> it looked like she got caught in <laughs> – I know. In a shredder, and her poor sleeve paid the price. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Layla updates JJ. Stupid Layla, of course, is like, but nobody knows where he's at. So yeah. now JJ knows it's a secret, which we all know how he can't handle secrets. Yes. So whatever. Then Huma's storming around like she knows how to run the company. I roll. Like, because she's like, those colors clash, blah, blah, blah. So she's like going around. Dummy. Yeah, just trying to like order everyone around. He Pol- you dummy. Yep. Polen calls her and is like, um, I'm at the wrong place. So John's not here. Yada, yada. I'm going to go. And it's funny because Huma's like, no, no, don't go. Stay there. You know, go to the spa. Relax. Get some fresh air. I'll find out really where he is. He's just being more secretive than I thought. And it's like, what? Yeah. I'm, like, wh- again, the what? second Polen was showing some sense, Huma's like, no, 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 no. Don't leave. Yeah. And then Pauline's like, okay. Because Pauline has no self-respect apparently either. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, at, back at the hotel mm-hmm. in Ava, they're already running into each other. Yes. And I thought it was funny that I, I, actually, I actually appreciated that Sanem was turning around. Right. She saw him coming and was like, oh, shoot, I'll go the other way. Yes. But he confronts her and um, kind of calls to her basically like, yeah, the hotel's small. small hotel. Mm-hmm. Um. And this was an interesting conversation mm-hmm. about the whole seminar thing. Uh-huh. Because she's saying. Well, he asks should... how it was, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Kind of. It's just babbling. Yeah, babbling, trying to explain like technology, this. Yeah, he's like, Like, oh, what's the seminar about? Because the poster right behind them is actually conveying what the seminar is about. So he knows she's full of it. Right. And she's like, you should come confront your life. Are you afraid to forgive me? And he's like, no, I'm not afraid of anything. So they're kind of baiting each other. Mm -hmm. And she ends up saying they end up both going to the seminar. Right. Because he's basically. Well, and they both are even interpreting what the flyer says differently, you know, because she's like, look, it's, it says face it, confront it, forgive it. And she's basically saying like, yeah, you should face and confront and forgive me. And he's like, no, this is more about a self-reflection, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, so you're right. They kind of like tease and bait each other. Yeah. And they basically both wind up deciding, fine, I'll go to the seminar. And they both go. Mm-hmm. Then we have some more Liam chit-chat about John M. and Terhuma, who's basically like – um john's not where you told me and he's like well mom maybe he lied because he doesn't want people to know where he is sorry that's where i thought he was like he plays it off pretty well yeah um yeah but huma's like i'll figure it out so then they're at the seminar and there's you know the life coach dude that's just what i'm calling him yeah is kind of like you know drop your chains let them go face the truth (laughs) let go of negative energy take deep breaths like yeah and Certain things, Sanam's like, yeah, see what he's talking about? He's telling you to, like, you know, get rid of these chains and yeah. all this stuff. And, um, yeah. And John's kind of watching her as she's trying to focus and do all these things that the coach dude is saying. Like, yeah. close your eyes. Envision this. And I love it because even though he's mad, like, he is fascinated by oh, her. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. he's trying to fight back these little grins and, you yes. know, finding her cute even though he's upset. Well, and they're making snarky remarks to each other. Right. Um, Because he's like, no, my chains are the agency and the city I live in. These right. are figurative chains. Um, and he, the life coach guy is talking about, we need to throw all the lies out mm-hmm. and only have truth. Oh, yeah. And doesn't he say, and like, he's talking to you, Sonia? Yes. Which I was like, <laughs> listen, Ouch. he's talking about lying. That's all about you. Yes, exactly. He's all, listen to this part carefully. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, actually, I don't think you can stop. You're addicted, you know? I don't think you could go one day without lying. Like, yikes. Oh, so, he's ooh. so bitter. He's so bitter. He's like, actually, I don't even think you should do that right away. Just try it a little bit at a time, one day at a time. Like, try to wean yourself off. It's like, yes, like, dude, is there any other seasoning in this scene but the salt? Because, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yep. Oh, man, yeah. he's so salty to her. Yeah. So then they have to stand up mm-hmm. and he wants them to find a partner and hug. Yeah, he's like, hug the per- the coach guy's <laughs> like, hug the person next to you. Yeah. And... And he's you like, know. we're going to get rid of the negative energy uh-huh. in our bodies. So find a, think about beautiful things. Uh, <laughs> and they're all like waving their arms in the air. <laughs> and Sanem is doing doing the same thing like really weird. She's like dancing almost. Yeah. And John's just watching her uh-huh. and trying not to crack up at her. And I wonder <laughs> if like, is that Yaman trying not to laugh at Demet doing this? Right. Or <laughs> Sun M is like, oh, he said think about beautiful things. Is he talking about like ice cream? <laughs> because of course she'd be thinking about food. Oh my gosh. 
Oh my but gosh. he can't help but be captivated by her yeah. and like their closeness and yeah and know. she's like what do you think when you think about something beautiful and he's like oh it's charred leaf rolls with yogurt and she's like oh because <laughs> <laughs> she was like fishing for a compliment uh-huh. <laughs> oh man but he you know he does tell her while they're kind of embraced he's like you're unusual you know that yeah and there's face closeness and all these little like mixed yeah. signals because you know he can't help his reaction to her well and she t- it's funny because she just forces herself on him. Uh-huh. She hugs him around the outside. Yep. He's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> and each time they're told to find another partner. She just stands there holding him. Yeah. She's like, hang on just a second. Uh-huh. And she goes and tells the other people, like, back off. Uh-huh. <laughs> I loved how the third time they do it, she's like, you know the drill. Get, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and then, yeah, he, like, turns her around. Yes. They actually hug. And they yes. have a, a... A moment. A moment. Oh, those John oh, M moments. Yeah. And, yeah, he tells her she's very unusual. Yeah. And I think that's maybe, like, where the hashtag is supposed to come that's from. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah, because he, he says something like, there's no one else like you, that's for sure. Right. Um. Yep. So, yeah, it's a... It's like a little glimmer of hope. Right. And then we switch over to the agency where Huma has somehow figured out that JJ must know something. So she's there pressuring him for John's whereabouts. Mm-hmm. And J- Muzo shows up for some advertising stuff for the Mahale. And then that yeah. just kind of whatever. I fast forwarded through it. Well, that I don't I'm wondering if the whole point of that was him and Ghoulies seeing each other. Yeah, because yeah, that's true. Because they kind of see each other and have exchange a few glances and things. Yeah. And yeah. then later on, they end up at JJ's apartment doing marketing stuff, marketing yeah. stuff with Ihan and Ghoulies. Yeah, and that's kind of yeah, where that's that just kind of laying that foundation. Yeah. So then we're back at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And now they're having like in this little seminar they're having like a soulmate discussion yeah this um, was kind of funny yeah it was it ends up being funny because there was a lot that i missed about this from not ha- re- having the subs yeah so you know because again they're talking about chains and yes um being overprotective yeah because you know sonim kind of asks questions about a soulmate and then that kind uh-huh. of uh jars this other woman to say like yeah you know like what do I do? Because I wind up being very overprotective and doing things that, you know, I have good intentions, but... But it just pushes them away. Pushes them away. And sometimes like, yeah, yeah, me too. I I want the answer to that. Like, I relate to her. Yeah. And one guy kind of like comes in and is like, well, women just overreact. Yeah. um, and Son M's like, well, men are boars, like, 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 uh, like pigs. pigs. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the life coach dude is like, okay. Um, he's, he's it's like trying to reel it all he's back like, in. Yeah, no, then it just winds up, yeah, the men, like, there's men now talking about how women are ridiculous. The women are, like, arguing over about men being ridiculous, yeah. and it's just kind of getting out of control. And so, yeah, life coach Jude is like, okay, time to end our session with a physical partner activity. <laughs> like, everybody j- get up and find a partner and basically explains they're going to do a trust fall. Yeah. Well, and he even says, you know, maybe you should find – maybe the partners who are fighting, you need to do this exercise with each other. Yes. And so, you know, they pair up and mm-hmm. – you know, the second he explains, like, you know, turn your back to your partner and fall back. Sanem just does it. Like, yeah. Like, doesn't <laughs> think twice about it. She turns around and she just falls back. And, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Thank and, goodness he was right there. And John catches her uh-huh. and they have another meaningful moment mm-hmm. because he's kind of like, um, you just, like, did that. Like, yeah, yeah. 
He's you like, just, you didn't even hesitate. Yeah. And she goes, because I knew you would be there yeah. to catch me. Yeah. I never doubted that you would do it. Mm-hmm. You, so whatever we go through, I still trust you a lot. Yeah. Which was very sad. I know. Yeah. It, and they're like gazing at each other. <laughs> and the life coach is like, all right, guys. Awesome. And then he's like, hey, guys. Because <laughs> everyone like, else is kind of like dissipated and they're just still there holding each other. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay. Uh-huh. We're done for the day. You yep. too. <laughs> So, yeah, he, yeah, he's made observations about them. Yes. Uh, so we switch back to the agency. I don't know if I just completely missed this the first time or what, because this was all brand new to me. Oh, the we have new thing? Uh-huh. We have new clients mm-hmm. show up. And Duren's kind of stressed because John's not there. But Emery's like, don't worry. I'll sit in. Like, we'll still have the meeting. It'll be fine. Um, You know, Layla and I will sit in and we'll still have the creative meeting. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So these clients arrive. Well, they're not really new clients. They're the juice client. They're the people. They're the juice clients, I think, because. Oh, mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. sense. So, you know, which is so they're returning clients with a new job. And Emery's like, OK, well, let's go have the meeting. You know, you know, my brother's not here, but I'll be taking his place. Mm-hmm. This is Layla. Well, you know, let's go She's in. in our finance department. Yeah. Yeah. So Duren's kind of calming down and. um. They're like, well, can we wait? You know, we have our the actor we want to use and his manager are coming. So we'd like to wait to start the meeting until they get here. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, no problem. Well, in walks the actor and his manager. And who is it? Osman. Osman. And it's kind of like, oh, okay. Well, actually, I wrote, who is it? That's right. The artist formerly known as Osman. Because I don't know who this dude is. Seriously. But yeah. So – it's like obviously this weird awkward moment because not even Layla knew he was showing up. It's kind of explained like it was a last minute decision, but they liked him so much in the commercial that he was in for them mm-hmm. the first time that they wanted to use him again because those commercials did well, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, they have this creative meeting. It goes well. And now so those clients, the clients for the commercials kind of leave because their part's over. They're like, OK, cool. You know, we'll trust that you'll take our vision and you know make something great yeah so now all that's left is um is osman and his manager mm-hmm. and they're kind of um, negotiating his contract his fee how many commercials he'll be in all that mm-hmm. well you know he's a more well-known actor now because now he's in the series and all stuff so basically his manager's trying to negotiate a higher fee um you know more things that are going to benefit osman and emre and duran are both initially kind of like well listen like you know we've had him before that's not how we did this and his manager's like yeah well he was he was a nobody he was a nobody then yes now he's well known blah blah blah. and emre's kind of like well this is why we don't use celebrities yeah like we we use nobodies for this specific reason yeah and you know but the manager's like well but these your clients want my actor so yeah. you know you better make it work and yeah you know they kind of are like okay and Duran's kind of like okay yeah yeah we want to keep them happy like we'll figure something out right, right. and it's kind yeah. of like it's just super uncomfortable yeah um so huma stalks jj once again she kind of does that whole fast talk trick because jj's kind of holding his own she gets him. and you yep. know and she's like okay well where's emory where's layla where's Duran? where's this where's that where's john and he's like ava in a hotel ah not an ava like mm-hmm. so now she knows yeah and ugh. Anyways. Well, and she threatens to 
<laughs> I almost said she threatened to kill him. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her, honestly. She threatens to fire him if he doesn't write down the name of the hotel. Oh, yeah, you're right. So he writes it. You're right. Because she it basically says it's either your job or the name of the hotel. Yeah. That's your choice. Yeah. Which I was thinking – legally she can't do that right but yeah. okay whatever yeah. i understand jj doing it because he's scared and she's yeah. a partner in the company yep so <laughs> poor jj's in this crappy spot so he writes it down um then we have dinner at the hotel mm-hmm. and son M walks in and she looks beautiful in and her white angelic dress do you remember being so hopeful for this yes because, because there of the were, fact that she was in white she was in white which i is, remember seeing it in the fragment yep and we all were like oh everything's gonna be okay because, because son yep. M is in a white dress yep because because the best things in this show happen when son M is in a white but dress. the best things only happen in a white dress when Aisha writes the episodes. That was our I mistake. So. Is because white dress Sanem thing is only an Aisha thing. Is only an Aisha thing, <sighs> and we totally put our faith in that. Yeah, and we and yeah, we were sorely get, disappointed. Yes, well, we were. And here's the thing too: there were a lot of behind the scenes that okay. the crew was posting. I mean, granted, it was like cell phone footage. Yeah, but there were a lot of behind the scenes posted for this while they were filming, and. This is where people were like, hmm, this is John and Demet dancing because they're, there's like kisses and stuff that are um, that yeah, never show that up in the episode. never made it into the final episode. Uh-huh. Yep. I'm actually curious if they will show up because like um, now that it's airing in a lot of other countries who don't have the same oh, limitations and censorship. Maybe. Like Moran posted a scene uh, that sh- that um, from episode like 19. Mm-hmm. Because now it's airing in Israel. Okay. And there's a – I'll have to show it to you. Okay. But there is a scene and it's the uncensored version and there's some like innuendo <laughs> and it's really funny. Wow. But it was totally – that's not how it aired when we watched it from well, Turkey. I even – um, I'm trying to remember which episode. I know it was in the 30s mm-hmm. when we got a kiss yes, yes. in the fragment – and, well, we got a and kiss, then, and we got um, we got like um, a line about something about like sexy times or something that was in the fragment, but was nowhere in the episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I'm pretty sure it's coming up like 31 or 32. I think so because it's I think it's when they go to that resort, that snow resort. So I think it is, anyways. But yeah, so. The behind the scenes have like a lot of nose nuzzly kissy moments that never show up in the episode, which yeah. is what pe- made people go like, well, really, maybe that was just John and Demet enjoying the moment, um, maybe. you know, because there's always that speculation there, which, you know, hey, could be. But yeah, so that the fact that she was wearing white, all it just it built up a lot of hope. So she walks in she looks beautiful she looks angelic john's super handsome mm-hmm. they're both very aware of how good the other one mm-hmm. looks Sonam's trying to play it cool she's kind of hopeful you know because then life coach guy shows up and he's like basically like listen i've been observing you guys you have things to work through and <laughs> yeah he sees what all the fans see yes he was like it's like lightning between you guys yes I was like yep and sure you know so he's like i really think that you guys should have dinner together you know the chef the chef basically prepared special courses and, you know, you don't even have to think about it. 
choose from the menu, but you guys should sit together. And John's kind of like, and Sunem kind of looks hopeful. And John's kind of like, I don't think that's a good idea. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I'll just sit somewhere else. And the guy's like, no, you guys need to sit together. Like you have a lot to work through and you'll learn about each other, all this stuff. So he convinces them. He feels the energy between them, just like we all do. That's Mm -hmm. what I wrote. So they sit down at dinner. It's a little uncomfortable. Um, and did you get screenshots of any of this conversation? I did. Yeah. <clears throat> um, cause she kind of starts going into a story. I don't remember if it's after it, it's this whole scene, you know, we cut back to the Mahale in one sense, but mm-hmm. um, we're just gonna, we kind of covered that already. Yeah. So she says, I dreamed of being a princess all the time when I was little. I, I mean, I enter a gorgeous, shiny ballroom. A very handsome prince invites me to dance with him. He gives his hand to me. Then I hold his hand, but my heart starts mm. to beat so fast. Then he takes me to the dance floor. He turns me again and again. Of course, when I dreamt of this, I also would keep in my dream. Uh, to keep in my dream, I would spin all by myself at home. <laughs> and he kind of smiles at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I realized that princes don't have a life like my dreams in the real life and all my dreams were over and then john says dreams never end but they can be broken or ruined and he looks really sad when he He, says that too yeah yeah he does so she says maybe i just kept dreaming inside secretly and so they kind of that's kind of it yeah you know john's like getting uncomfortable in this territory so he's kind of like he's like where's "Where's our our food food? Mm -hmm. yeah so then the guy comes up and life coach guy yes life coach guy comes up and he convinces them to dance he's like what's the only thing missing is dancing Mm -hmm. and son m is like oh that sounds great and then she sees his face she's like oh no 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 it's not necessary not necessary i don't need that Mm -hmm. um but life coach guy actually mentions well you know if this is a problem then uh i'll find another partner for us on m if john if john doesn't want to dance and And boyfriend shoots up out of his seat yeah he (laughs) finally gets up which i thought this was a really funny remark for him he tells the life coach guy if you have a book i'll buy it and read it yeah because so i didn't know if that meant if he was trying to refer to like he convinced him with Mm -hmm. whatever he had been saying or if he was trying to be snarky. I think he was trying to be snarky okay. personally. Um, that's what I think. Yeah. Because I kind of found it funny. I, I found it as more like a sarcastic remark. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're good at this. So tell whatever. Tell me any book you've written and I'll go read it. Yes. So, yeah. Um, and so then we have where, the dance. Yes. We're, it's so depressing. Our, it's so depressing. And But I love the song. I got obsessed with this. I think initially it was just like. It's an English song. Like, yeah. And it was actually like, wow, this is kind of like, I mean, we've had English songs on there before, but they're more like pop, um, kind of goofy, dancey type mm-hmm. songs. Like, you know, because they were like for the Mahalay commercial and all that. This right. one was just kind of like something more soft. So it was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Mm-hmm. And yeah. And we told the story way back in episode 12 or 13 mm-hmm. about how we discovered this song, got it on Spotify and yep. all this stuff. But it's a song called Deck of Cards by David Boone. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And yeah, they kind of have light chit chat about the food and how good it was, how you're supposed to pronounce menu. Like, yeah, which I thought was funny. I thought it was so funny. Like, one way sounds pretentious, another way sounds more elegant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life coach guy. Um, oh, yeah. This was before the dance. Sorry. I totally got that off. 
I totally marked. We, you already went over this. Sorry. Um, I said coach mentions finding Sanem someone else to dance with and then they get up and dance. Yep. So they share a very intimate dance. Yeah. They kind of forget about everyone around them. Like, yeah. Everyone around starts to physically disappear for us to kind of give mm-hmm. us this illusion that they're focused on each other. Yeah. Um, and they share, you know, some looks and Sanem's kind of, you know, she's kind of getting happy and hopeful again. Yeah. And. But then John kind of snaps out of it. Yeah. I said he, he kind of comes realizes. out of the trance. Yeah. And he, he's kind of says, I, I need to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I came here. I wanted to come here to rest and to think about things, but it's been the complete opposite yeah. and I haven't rested at all. And. I just want to go to sleep. Yeah. Which I was, that really broke my heart because mm-hmm. he's like, I just need, he, you can tell he's just tired. Yeah. He's just tired of all of it and he's worn out. Yeah. He's and, exhausted and, yeah. And he's not finding the rest that he needs here because yeah. everything between them. So, yeah, he just kind of runs away from her and mm-hmm. kind of leaves her there. And I feel bad for her. I feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. It just, Everything sucks, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we flash back to an Ihan and JJ argument. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like, well, where's our relationship going? You know, you're freaking out about, um, you know, mentions of marriage and this and that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Does she kind of like storm out at this point? I don't. Yeah. Okay. And because he, he, he basically refuses to talk to her about okay, it. Okay. That's right. And he's like, she'll just need a few days and then everything will be fine. Yeah. No, oh, geez, dummy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. So we're back at the hotel, mm-hmm. and Sanam, San, Sanam, Sanam, <laughs> Sanam is freezing in her room yes. because her heater is broken. Yep. So she goes to the front desk to basically say, please, what are you going to do to help me? Give mm-hmm. me another room or fix my heater. You right. need to do something And there's it's freezing. Yep. There's no more rooms. Maybe yeah. it's until the morning. Yeah. And coincidence, coincidence, John comes up to the front because he called for water and nobody's brought it. Mm-hmm. So he, he happens to overhear. And he offers to let her sleep in his room. Because he has a, quote, child bed in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, which, this was kind of funny because she's like, oh, what made you think of that? And he goes, oh, probably your bunny slippers. Yeah. <laughs> so like just a funny little moment. Yeah. yeah he's just kind of digging, uh-huh. digging her. So this whole scene I thought was really funny. Yeah, because she's like she's, thrashing around on the little couch so bed thing. she's so mad. She's calling him a jerk and an <laughs> oaf. And she's like, he invites me to sleep here. This isn't a bed. This is for <laughs> lounging. And he's saying he's a gentleman and he's sleeping all over the, on that huge bed while I'm on this. <laughs> and he's like, She's kind of being a brat. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Sanem, you might be surprised, but my hearing is actually very good. And I can hear everything that you're saying. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. So she, like, threatens to leave very emptily. Because she's like, fine. I'm gone. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. But she's, like, not moving. I'm, I'm gone right now. I, you watch. I'm leaving. <laughs> and she, as she's, like, sitting down. Oh. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And what do you know? Lo and behold, they wind up sharing the bed. Yep. And there's only one bed. And... <laughs> But there's blanket stealing, and he's, like, yanking it from her, and she's trying to yank it from him. I was watching this in the living room, and I was like, honey, look, John is a blanket stealer like you are. Because <laughs> my husband is a blanket stealer. So funny. Like, and it's ridiculous, because there's plenty of room for them both. It's oh, just I know. super it's dramatic. so funny. So, yeah. you know, it fades to morning, and 
and they wake up. They're all I, twisted and wrapped around each other. And apparently someone forgot he was angry uh-huh. because he's nuzzling her nose like a pro. Oh, he is. And they're he's sharing. He's going to snuggle her back to hell. They're snuggling. They've got soft little gunaidens mm-hmm. between them. And, and then the door, ugh, the, there's a knock at the door. And he's a, like, ugh, I'll get it. Yeah, like, like he's all upset someone's interrupting them. Yeah. And then, of course, knock, knock. And who Salem. is it? Salem. Ugh. It's Pola and she's found them. And here's what I, kills me. Okay, you obviously see they're sharing a bedroom. Yeah. So, you know. And his reaction to her is not exactly welcoming. Right. He's like. Uh, of course, Pi Pol- of course, Polen, uh-huh. you're here. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't look happy to no. see her, nor is he acting happy to right. see her. So it's like, girl, get a clue. But Seriously. she doesn't. So, yeah. So Polen's basically third wheeling. She's making snide commentary, you know, towards Sunem. Mm-hmm. And she winds up deciding she's going to join them for the physical session that is happening after coffee. Yeah. And... John's like, I, I just loved- sat down for coffee. Like, do we have to go do this right now? I want to finish my coffee. Yeah. But Polen and Sanem mm-hmm, and Sanem are like, I did like when they were walking mm-hmm. and Polen said something about, boy, that was such a great breakfast. And Sanem goes, yeah, except you didn't eat anything for fear of gaining weight. Yes. <laughs> and Polen's like, what was that, Sanem? She's uh-huh. like, oh, nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. So. Basically, there's this, like, walk the plank type <laughs> activity. Like, yeah. yeah. And they're walking a balance beam yeah, with, for whatever reason. Yeah. And, like, uh, basically, he's, like, here's these balancing bars. And the whole point is, like, this balancing bar is, like, all your troubles and worries. So if you can walk across the beam without falling off, then basically you can also get through your troubles and worry. I don't know. It seems pretty dumb to me. But yes. basically – it, he has it where both Polen and Sunem are starting at opposite ends. Yes. And yeah, they're both holding their little balance beam things and Sunem's holding her own. Yeah. And their their exchanges this time are, I thought, were really funny. Yeah. Because her whole snide remark to Polen about not eating anything. Uh-huh. And then Polen says something to John before they do this mm-hmm. exercise. Pullen says something to John about, oh, yeah, I know you came here to think and some people just wouldn't let you. And then Sunem's like, she's attacking me. (laughs) (laughs) And then they do this balance exercise. And Sunem's like, you're not even holding that right. Uh You don't even know how to hold the pole. (laughs) And Sunem's having a pretty easy time of it, walking across with it. And Pullen's not. And, of course, she finds – Sunem gets – close enough to pull in and her allergy kicks in and she sneezes <laughs> which sends pull in falling off the side yeah and she's like oh look what and you did i know i said she I'm falls covered in, in dirt and she whines like a spoiled brat <laughs> yeah. and she's like i'm not doing any more activities i'm covered in dirt and like it sounds just, like, like a child yeah. yeah and it's like oh it's just when little kids are like i'm not playing anymore (laughs) i don't want to play this game Uh that's what pull-in sounds like yep and then later at lunch it's just john and pull-in until sunem shows up but before she does pull-in saying how john you know is normally so full of life and energy and that's gone replaced Mm -hmm. by this gloomy and unhappy man yeah 
basically trying to use that to her advantage. Like a change of scenery would be good. Plus, Jack will be there. And whoever the heck Jack is, I don't know. But apparently he's someone that they both know. And he's like, oh, Jack will be there? How is he doing? Yeah. Just basically trying to show they've they've got common friends that, yeah. you know, from the they past. They have history. Congratulations. Yeah. So Sun M joins them when drags a plate in her own chair and – and steals their food from their plate and starts taking food from their plates because she's like oh i thought it was buffet style and you just get your own (laughs) and so yeah she starts yeah giving serving herself off of their from their portions and they kind of it's interesting because they're having a weather discussion but clearly it's more than a discussion of weather yeah yeah you know because they're talking about the balkans and um and how london is like gloomy in this and Sunim's like, well, but it's nothing like my hometown. The weather here is great and blah, blah, blah. And John's like, yeah, I actually – John doesn't like that because it's too rainy. Yes. So clearly they're trying to say more than just what the weather is like in these geographic locations. Yes. Um, And Polen is purposely steering the conversation towards their friends, hers and John's, because then it's something Sunim can't really contribute to or relate to. Yep. She's trying to third wheel her and it's just kind of annoying. Um. That lunch ends. They're all they're getting ready to leave. Head back. Mm-hmm. John's kind of walking, pull under her car, and she tells him, "You know, this ooh, grates on me so much because she says, please listen to your heart and go back to where you belong.' Whatever. And then she leaves after she had just said that this John, she doesn't even know this John. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, you don't because mm-hmm. he has changed. Yeah, people change. Yep. Pullen. Yep. So. Yeah, it's just frustrating. They say their goodbyes and John sees Sun M, you know, walking out and he's like, where are you going? Get in. She's like, no, I'll take the bus back. Like, yeah, you know, and he's like, no, we're going to the same place. Like, come on. And she's kind of like, "Okay, well, if you insist. Like, so she again, little glimpse of hope, like Mm -hmm. he's insisting on driving her home. And, you know, they have these little stolen glances and he he straight up caresses her yeah, face yeah when in they the fi- car. yeah well yeah it starts out just stolen glances small smiles you know he lets her pick the music yeah this song starts playing which is kind of a sad like you should look up the lyrics it's called si si yahin kalbi which means black heart and it's by an artist named yaman of all uh-huh. things and he has a little man bun oh that's um, funny but yeah it's just we'll put the spelling in the notes but like look up the lyrics it's kind of an interesting song you can tell that that song's playing for a reason when they're in the car together and yeah then i wrote in all caps he strokes her hair because he just kind of like it's like he can't help it like they're in this proximity and sharing these moments and so you're kind of like okay and it was hard to tell but did he grab her hand? I think so. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out too because he kind of lowers his hand afterwards and it just settles. So I assumed they kind of held hands the rest yeah. of the way home. Yeah. See, I Me- put head caress and hand holding spells foreboding. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, of course, she's kind of, you know, excited about it. Not Well, excited maybe is not the right word, but hopeful, you know, just kind of like, okay, because she didn't initiate any of this. She wasn't reaching over and touching him. She wasn't doing any of that. He initiated all of this contact. And so she's kind of like, okay, just kind of going with it. You know, I'm going to go with the flow. And when they get back to the agency, his whole demeanor changes. And sad John, sad John is back. Yeah. And you can tell she realizes something bad's about to happen because she hurries her butt on out of that truck and just starts fast talking like, okay, I'm going to get my stuff. And, you know, um. 
there's a lot of work to be done at the agency. I'll, I'll get see it, you. I'll get I'll it see done. You tomorrow. And I'll see you tomorrow. And she's trying to, she's already facing away from him. Yes. Because she's about to cry. And he's like, Son M, I won't be in tomorrow. And she kind of closes her eyes and she turns around and she says, What do you mean? Even though she already knows. And he says, I decided to accept Pullen's offer. I'm leaving. Yeah. And the tears are streaming down her face. Because it's like she knew. Episode she and, totally yep, knew. She knew as soon as his demeanor changed when they parked, it was like, okay, all of this was him saying goodbye. Like, yeah. The stroking and the, which part of me was like, okay, bro, you're sending her all kinds of mixed signals. Mm-hmm. And maybe you just thought you needed to say goodbye. You needed one more touch, one more whatever. Kind of a jerk move, though, when you knew that you were telling her that you were leaving when you get yeah. back. Yep. And I don't – here's the thing. I like, agree. I don't blame him for needing space. I don't blame him for needing time to figure things out. But I absolutely blame him for leading her on. Like, yes. you were giving her false hope. Yes. Yeah. And that's not okay. Those were 100% mixed signals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm frustrated with him, even though it's like I understand him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm frustrated with him. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. It was a it was a selfish move yeah. for him to do that. It was. It yeah. absolutely was. Which is kind of upsetting. Yes. He yeah. should have not even driven her home. He should no. have just let her get on that bus. Yep. And – or driven her home to be like, listen, I wanted to drive you home because I want to explain to you before I let everybody else know. Uh-huh. He could have used that drive to tell her like, I don't want to hurt you, but I need to yep. get out of here. I'm going to take that job offer. It's coming at the right time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can kind of see th- where things are and where my head's at when I get back from this job mm-hmm. um, or if I get back from this job, whatever. But yeah, he didn't. Like no, he used he that didn't. whole time to like have this like time with her and to kind of soak her up. Yeah. Just to just to completely like. Just to break her heart. Break her heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. It's, it's a sucky ending. It's a sucky ending. Yeah. And it's a sucky ending to kind of a sucky episode, yeah, honestly. It really is. Yeah. Like I said, I couldn't even fully appreciate their charged moments because no. there's just so much bad surrounding it. And yeah, there's a sense of foreboding. Yeah. Well, even the whole time they're dancing, everything. like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it wasn't shocking that all of a sudden he's like, I got to go. I'm yeah. feeling too much. I'm that, like, yeah. Because that's just what this of whole episode he's was. He's overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to deal with. Yeah. And yeah, he went there to try to think to try to calm things down to take some time to himself and he didn't even get to yeah. get that yeah. and it would have been bad enough you know it it would have been bad enough just for Sanem to have chased him and then Paulan freaking shows mm-hmm. up and it's like of course he's frustrated yeah and what people are pushing and pushing and pushing him yeah what else do you expect him to do but run away yeah which he's obviously doing now yeah. so yep oh so yeah sorry guys yeah. if we just complained a whole lot but it was a rough episode. The next several are going to be rough. Yeah. We just, we got to get through it. Yeah. Because then some good stuff is coming. But. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So. Well, that's that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dizzy for DC. <laughs> uh, uh, yep. So, yeah. anyhow. Yeah. I mean, there's not much else to say it just kind of sucked so um we want to hear your thoughts about the question of the week which i know we asked kind of early but yeah yeah, what are your thoughts about that opening scene and yeah john's physical reaction 
Yep. Should he have done that? Yeah. Was it not a big deal? Did he overreact? Was it not right? Were you really upset? Yes. We want to hear. What do you think? All about it. Yeah. We're at Dizzy for DZ on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. You can email us at Dizzy for DZ podcast at gmail.com. And please rate, review, subscribe. We love reading all your reviews. It helps uh, boost the podcast on the platforms that you review it on so that people can find us more easily. Yep. So yeah, you know the drill. And we will see you guys next week with Volume 31, which honestly, I have no idea what to expect. I really can't think of this one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it'll feel kind of all new because that's another one I'm pretty sure I didn't watch with subs. So, yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Host to Cal. Go to shoes. <laughs>